Thoughts and ideas are everywhere. They permeate our work, our homes, our world. Some help, others confuse. Yet what we really want, what many of us really dream of, is the one real thing we have in common. We all want to speak, to express ourselves in whatever way we choose. This is my safe space for you, just for you, to express your views absent of any judgments or opinions. I just want to be there for you, to hear what you really have to say and embrace your truth, your reality, your experience. Part of the process of loving is to learn how to listen. And I think that, that that's something I'm still having, I'm still struggling with. Um, it's, it's listening to the verbal cues, the nonverbal cues, listening to the needs and the wants of the, the child. Um, in this case, I'm, I'm thinking about my, my kids and, my eldest daughter, um, and I'm wondering, you know, even my wife as well, like wondering, am I really listening to those those um, very important uh, verbal and, and nonverbal cues? You know, I know I know that I can hear the verbal cues, but am I really listening? I think that's the key. Um, I tend to find that without knowing it, I, I kind of, I kind of focus on listening to my emotions when they talk versus listening to what they really need to say. And I think that that puts me in a position where I'm going through a program in my head, and we talked about programs in the previously. Um, I'm going through programs in my head to um, that sort of um, get me to feel things or go through things rather than just experiencing the conversation for what it is, experiencing it for what it can be, um, experiencing it like it's the first time and there is no program, there is no anything. I think that's the key element is that I'm constantly um, going through my own programs as I'm listening uh, to those I love, you know, and I need to, <clears throat> I mean, this is, it's, it's, it's hard to talk about right now because I'm in that emotional state, but I need to do a better job of, of listening. Um, or else I hurt the people around me because I'm, I'm really good at arguing. I'm really good at, 
making my point. I'm really good at um, stepping in and belittling someone else simply by, you know, making points and making them feel as if they don't have to, you know, they don't have a point. They don't have anything to say. And, you know, I'm, I'm doing better. I mean, in, in this recent experience I just had today with my eldest daughter, um, I did better. Like I, I got to realize that I was, uh, you know, experiencing emotions. I was going through a program um, and thinking in a way that said, well, you know, she's not really listening to me and she doesn't really realize what she has and all that stuff. And then I started realizing I was making her emotional and, and I managed to stop that and just listen to her and go through things. But I didn't, quite get to the point of listening um there's there's been a drama that's been going on between her and i where you know somehow she feels like i've ruined her life somehow and and i know that i haven't but it's it's still hard to take it you know it's still hard to kind of go through that emotion and know that someone else that you know, you you deem as one of the most important people in your life um, thinks like that about you, you know? So, you know, hey, that's not either here or there. It's not me, you know, feeling sorry for myself, but, but that's the program that I go through, is that feeling sorry for myself. Is that, that's the program. And that's the program that I'm talking about that I need to unwind. I need to remove from my... Um, playlist essentially <laughs> if if someone could call it a playlist but it is it is essentially a playlist and you know I do have amazing kids and they do love me and they love our family and they are incredible and you know any program that takes me away from that narrative is is not a program that is aligned with who I am and what I am um, and it's really a self-serving thing, you know, where you get into this position where you feel self-pity for yourself and then you enjoy that self-pity and then you get yourself into the position where you want, at least for me, I want to kind of experience it again and again. Because that self-pity is, is pretty kind of cool. You know, I, I had a friend of mine um, when I was younger, she was a professor in um, uh, women's studies, actually, international women's studies. And she was a uh, pretty remarkable, pretty remarkable person. She still is, I believe, although we haven't kept in touch. But when I was going through my sadness once, and, and I was going through my depression, I would just get into her apartment and I would just start crying. Like it would be no hello, no like, hey, how you doing? I would just bawl, and that was it. And it was my my space to kind of unwind and and just really just let it all out. Poor her. <laughs> poor her um but i'd look at her and i'd say you know like i'm just so sad i don't know what to do and she's like i don't know how i'm gonna get out of this i go and she's like she turned to me and she goes you can get out of it right now and i'm like what are you talking about and she's like you can get out of it right now and i'm like that makes no sense how am I going to get out of it right now? Um, and 
she said, you just stop. Right? Because it's a program. Like any program. You know? Control, shift, C. Control, command, shift, command, delete. Stop. Stop it. It's just, it can stop. It's, it's, it's not easy. It takes time to learn how to stop the programs. But it can be done. And, and I'm living proof of that. Um, and one of the things she did, she told me to say to stop the program, or at least to be, at least slow it down so that I can stop it. This program of self-pitying and the cycle of self-pitying myself and then putting myself in a situation where I overextend myself, I give, my, I give myself out to someone and they and expecting love but getting nothing back and then I go through the self-pity thing. Um, that program that I had, um, I, could, I could stop it by simply enjoying, enjoying the feeling of self-pity, enjoying the sadness. She goes, you know, when, I, when she goes out and she feels sad, she gets a glass of wine and sits out on the patio and just enjoys it. I'm like, you enjoy your sadness? And she's like, yeah, I really enjoy it. I enjoy it like I enjoy my happiness. Why not? It's, it's cool. It's cool to be sad. It, it really, and, and that's really what I'm trying to do is, is to feel the sadness. So let me just feel it. Let me just get it out there and don't put any weight on it. Don't say, oh, I'm not being treated properly or loved. Just feel the sadness and enjoy it. Enjoy the feeling of, you know, feeling not wanted or enjoy this, that what I'm going through right now as I'm talking to you about it. Um, you know, blog about it, vlog about it, you know, because that's enjoying it in that sense. Like, I'm feeling better now just even talking about it, right? To you guys, even though, you know, I don't know who you are. But, um, but there is this incredible um, power that we have to transform sadness into happiness simply by accepting it, you know? Simply by saying, you know what? Yeah, this is kind of cool. I could really be sad right now. I can enjoy this process. It's painful. It's difficult inside. But just like, you know, a weightlifter goes out and, and feels the lactic acid pain, you know, when they're, when they're doing their lifts, that pain is a pleasure too. There's a pleasure in that pain. And I think that when I was honest with myself, when I started to really think about it, like, wait a second, I put myself in these positions because I wanted to feel the sadness. I wanted, you know, I knew that my, my kids would never love me for who I am. I've always known that, you know, I've always known that I'm going to give them and I'm going to give my life to them. And I'm going to give my life to my wife and my kids and all my family. And I will not want to, I don't want anything in return. But to feel that they have no appreciation, to feel that, to get, you know, smacked by that, it's a pain. It's, it's a hurt. It's a sadness. Um, and it feels good. It's kind of funny. It's kind of funny when you kind of like put it out there like that. It, it actually feels good to feel that pain because there's a piece of me 
despite all of my desires for unconditional love to just give, 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 there's a piece of me that wants that recognition. There's a piece of me that wants that love, that wants that thank you. But I'm not going to get it. And even when I do, it won't matter. You know, it's like something, uh, you know, uh, a famous uh, comedian that slips my mind right now said, he said, you know, um, he was talking about like loving yourself, you know, that, that there's, you cannot ever demand loving, having anyone love you no matter what, that, 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 you can ask for it. You can do whatever you want. You can give, 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 give. But no one, no one can be demanded to love you. That that is not how love works. It's not how the universe works. Um, love is free. Even if you kind of force it and wrangle it out of people, you only taint it. You only create a falsehood of it. So, you know, You know, you cannot ever demand love and you can only earn it. And by the time that you earn it, you won't need it. You won't need it because you've loved yourself. You've reached a level where there's no need for that love to fuel you because you're fueling yourself by giving love, by loving those that matter around you. And I think that's what I'm kind of getting at in its... It's something I've always known and I, and I practice and I feel it and I do it. But in these moments, in like this moment today where my daughter, you know, you know, without her knowing, of course, just re didn't, you know, just basically said that I'm destroying her life without meaning to. Um, I was looking to feel the pain. I approached it in a way that would get her to react the way she would so that I could feel the pain, if I'm being honest with myself. Right? And it, and it feels good. It feels, it feels good to be unwanted. It feels good to be unloved. It feels good to be, um, how can I say, unrealized, like, 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 like unappreciated, I guess is the word. It feels good. It feels, it, there's, there's this melancholy, there's this sadness, this pain, there's the tug in my heart, there's this adrenaline rush, there's this, you know, and then, and then I get to have this bonus program that comes out where I'm always, you know, unappreciated and unloved and blah, 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 blah. And that feeds it, that feeds this emotional turmoil. It feels good. <laughs> oh, I'm a masochist. Um, anyways, uh, that's I, I, just being honest. That's it's really what it's about. So, at least for me, you know, I can't I can't speak for anyone else. I can't speak for you, but um, but that's what it feels like for me. So, thank you for. <laughs> For listening um, and 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 making me feel good about my self pity. <laughs> oh God. Um, yeah. So 
that's it. That's where I'm at right now with this. Um, programs are powerful, but they're not who I am. My body is powerful. The ability for me to converse with you, to express myself to you, that's powerful. Um, but it doesn't represent me, you know. What you feel when and if you are listening to me, um, that's real. That's real. Our connection that it that comes from that stems from our awareness that each of us exists. That moments, those moments in life when we listen to someone or we're watching the news or or we're listening to our loved ones and we realize, oh my God, I exist. I'm aware that they are aware and they're aware of me. And that's really, I think, where, where it finally fits in. And I, I now feel really bad for putting my daughter through this. Um, I'm going to go and apologize if you don't mind. <laughs> I'm sorry, my love. I'm so sorry. And there's another program. <laughs> right now I feel sorry for playing the program with her. It's called the coercive cycle, where you coerce someone to make them, um, make them act in a way that is going to elucidate all these emotions, feelings, and good or bad. And so, I'll have to go and apologize for that. So thank you so much for listening. And I really, really appreciated this. Take care. Bye. I'll never be the same.